So Nagenditi, Ukulument, the government. Mm. Yes. The government has announced a shake up of the ESCOM board. So they've also you also have been kicked out and replaced from the board ESCOM <laughs> Wow. replacing its chair and appointing 30 non-executive directors who collectively bring engineering, energy policy, and delivery and accounting expertise. The new board has been appointed on a three-year term, effective from the 1st of October 2022. So we're going to chat to Tsepo Kadima, independent economic um, energy analyst, or analyzer in energy. Mm. How about that? Is 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 Seppo on the line? Seppo is on the line. Yeah. Hey Seppo. Good afternoon. How are you, Seppo? I'm well. I hope that the lights are on where you are. I know. Ah, they're always on here. I've got a torch. You know these new so phones. I, they have a light. So I wonder what is. I wonder what is the cost per minute for you to be on air when you have to use diesel. Lelo, <laughs> uh, how much? you know these things. Well, I mean, it depends on the size of the diesel engine mm. and the size of the building mm. and the cabling and yeah. the kind of lights you're using. So, Tsepo, uh, we'll, 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 we'll check those numbers for you and give you feedback tomorrow. Well, you'll be horrified because those folks at uh, Jurassic Park, they spent 10 million liters a day mm. trying to keep the lights on mm. in diesel. You've been watching a lot of movies, Tsepo. Uh, we at Jurassic Park. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, it's Auckland Park. No, no, I mean Jurassic Park, yeah, not formerly known as Megawatt Park. Oh, you mean Megawatt Park, okay. Yeah, there are many parks. Yeah, no, when you say Jurassic, we are thinking of the movies and the dinosaurs. No, they, well, that place, is there anybody left there? I think it's all fossils at uh, Jurassic Park, formerly known as Megawatt Park. I, I, I don't know. So let's talk about the board. Um, you know, what's your take on how the board... Uh, chosen and who they are? In the first instance, uh, last week, uh, our observation was that the process of the announcement of a board was not very clear. It lacked transparency and the much-needed detail. So it is not clear as to how these board persons were actually recruited, what interview process they went through, what was the rigor of that interview process, or is it just a question of a kumbaya board where they raised their hands and all got together and now they are on the board of ESCOM? And uh, because if there had been a proper screening interview process with the rigor that's required, it would not have been possible to appoint people with inherent conflict of interest onto the board. And by inherent conflict of interest, uh, I can speak of... Uh, the board chair, Mr. Magwana, he's the chairman of uh, 10 other companies. Mm. But even worse, he's uh, on the board of a independent power producer. He's also on the board of uh, NetBank. But the job of being a chair of the board of ESCOM is so important because ESCOM is the single largest company by revenue in this country. Mm. It affects every single, every one of us. Therefore, if you're going to place anybody there as a chair of the board, it can't be a part-time uh, you know, job. It has to be something that really we should know. That first and foremost, that the person who has been entrusted with ensuring that this entity can continue to survive, can continue to reliably supply the least cost electricity, indeed has been vetted, has gone through a process that is transparent and that his vision 
is uh, such that it's executable, that not only the executive management in place, but uh, also the other board members will be able to support the vision of uh, that chairperson. And the vision, by the way, is founded in the strategy of ESCOM, is founded in the ESCOM Convention Act of 2001, because even the articles of uh, association or the memorandum of incorporation of ESCOM has to be founded on that ESCOM Convention Act of 2001, meaning that ESCOM is an organ of statute. And once you realize that, it would not have been possible to hold course that you can have Mr. Mketo Nyati, who's on the board of NetBank. You can have Mr. Magwana even pro, uh, you know, give him the plum job of being the chair of the board because there is inherent conflict of interest. So we are back to, unfortunately, the situation we've had not long ago with the late uh, Mr. Jabu Mabuza. So, so Tsepo, what special expertise and skills do the directors collectively bring? Well, in the first instance, we must bear this in mind. The, the role of the board of any corporation, whether here or overseas, the role of the board is to lead and not manage. Hmm. The board must never be found to be usurping power from the executive management that has been appointed. Then the role of the board is also to design the strategy of the direction of the company, to guide and have oversight on the strategic direction of the company, but also to hire competent, qualified, skilled, experienced with the necessary expertise, management that can then run the corporation. So therefore, this board of persons, 13 persons that were appointed, they were appointed irregularly in that there were no interviews that should have been transparent. There should Mm. have been a criteria that everyone can see, yes, Mm. including, you know, the bondholders, all the so-called investors who are holding bonds Mm. to the tune of almost 400 billion rent. They would have material interest to know here. But even the other enterprises such as uh, NetBank, for example, well, its its name is brought into disrepute because if the chairman and the other board member with this conflict of interest, it affects NetBank. But had Mm. that been done, these persons would never have agreed to be appointed to the board of ESCOM unless they had the ultimate authority in deciding who is going to be the CEO, the chief uh, financial officer, and, uh, of course, the head of the divisions, the three main divisions at ESCOM being generation, transmission, as well as uh, distribution. So this board has now been robbed off that uh, or power has been usurped from them because we've seen once again the unlawful interference by the minister where he decreed that, well, you know, Andre Dereta, Andre Katimamolelo Dereta will stay put as the CEO and uh, the CFO as well. The CFO who has failed to produce audited financials and the CEO who just this past week was uh, on holiday in Cape Town addressing a conference of uh, wind and solar people and saying that unless we get them on board, we're going to have a stage, stage 15 load shedding. We must bear this in mind. Directors of a company have got fiduciary duty in terms of company law. And fiduciary duty dictates that they must act only in the best interest of the company because the company is a juristic person who must exist in perpetuity.
But because a juristic person doesn't have the means of acting on their own, that's why they need natural persons, hence the appointment of board members. But you cannot have a situation where you have got board members and executive directors who are actually acting against the best interest of the company. And what is that? If you have the CEO of a company, which is an organ of statute, where it is stipulated that it must provide base load electricity reliably so that we have got universal access of electricity to the length and breadth of this country, to industries, to households, to everyone, you cannot therefore have a CEO who then says, well, actually, I am going to take action that is going to imperil and bring about a premature demise of the very same entity. And what are those decisions that Andre Dereta has made? He has continued to believe that he can ban diesel, and by bringing more diesel to keep the lights on, not taking into account that it is financially ruinous. As a result, the CFO is not able to produce the audited financial results, which in turn means that they have got bogus accounting that's happening, because unless they get yet another bailout, from National Treasury, as has been the case in the last three years, it means, therefore, the audited financials will not be released, so, lest we forget that the minister who is in charge is the same minister who couldn't produce audited financials at South African Airways since 2017. So, Tsepo, my next question was going to be, do you foresee this board turning things around? And clearly, uh, f- from what you've said, you know, some of the facts that you've brought out, uh, you don't see this board really turning things around. Let's be honest. It is a Kumbaya board. Kumbaya board. Because if they were not a Kumbaya board by today, remember, any, any new leadership in any organization, and Professor Michael Watkins from Harvard Business School actually wrote the book, The First 90 Days. And it, this is research, case studies, that leaders have got the best chance of bringing about changes in any organization within the first 90 days. Now, as for Katima Mulelo, Andre Dereta, that is long gone. The man has been on the job for two and a half years. We knew before he started work there that he was going to be a disaster. Much to our you know, pain, we've been confirmed to be correct. Now, this board today is day number three they've been on the, on the job. They haven't yet come out to say, what is their understanding of the situation at hand at ESCOM? Because the situation is so serious, and they have not even come out to pronounce what exactly are they going to do about the CEO who is in dereliction of fiduciary duty, therefore cannot hold course. You cannot legally sustain for Andre Dereta to continue to be in the job that he's in. I mean, one of the most horrendous pronouncements Andre Dereta has made is the fact that they have shut down 15,000 megawatts of base load capacity. But he has not taken into account that the actual uh, meaning, effect, and practical application of that decision is that ESCOM is going to have to take an impairment charge, which will be will wipe off at least 20% of his balance sheet. And the very same Andre Dereta says, that is not even enough. Over the next three years, between now and 2025, I'm going to impair yet uh, more plant and equipment in terms of baseload power stations by taking off a stream another 15,000 megawatts. Now you're going to hear an entity with 50,000 megawatts in place. The man wants to take off 
30,000 megawatts, but he hasn't got a practical solution as to how he's going to re- replace that because intermittent energy, which is wind and solar, has never been a solution. Anyone who tells you that they can do it, such a person must show us the proof because we must nominate them for the Nobel Peace Prize in physics because they would have rewritten the laws. So in this case, we're sitting here. The next thing that is going to happen, I can assure you, before the, the, within the next three months, with Andrei Rater still in position, there's going to be a total collapse because the man doesn't even know what stage eight means. Stage eight means you start to switch off the transmission lines because right now, whenever we're having load shedding, they are switching off the distribution lines. You tell me when you switch off a, a transmission line, what the seeds are going to do. All that infrastructure is going to be ready for harvesting by the organized criminal gangs, which already have caused so much harm to the Prasa infrastructure. The best security guard you have on a transmission line is a live wire. The moment it goes dead, it is vulnerable. And you don't even need sophisticated equipment to then cause that much harm. We cannot afford to go to stage eight. And I don't know why the politicians continue to lie to the nation and say, well, we could maybe get to stage eight, and even Andre Greta is now contriving a stage 15, which doesn't exist, because he doesn't even know the difference between a megawatt and a megawatt hour. But he's in dereliction of fiduciary duty. Therefore, you cannot hold costs to keep him in place. But this board, it appears to me, by their own action in the last three days, that they are going to go with the decision of the minister, and therefore keep Andre Dreta in the job, keep uh, Kasim in the job of CFO. Therefore, be assured, the lights are going to be off, and mark my words, it's going to be a total collapse of the grid. And when that happens, the weight catastrophe does not even explain 10% of what will happen. Thank you so much for chatting to us. I hope I had better news for you, but unfortunately we are where we are. Yeah, what a way to start a Monday. What a way to start a Monday. Thank you so much for chatting to us, Tepo. Thank you. Thank you. Whew, wow, guys. <laughs> he heavy. says stage 15 doesn't even exist, yeah. right? Already when you're talking about stage 8, you're talking about almost a total collapse. It's a, yeah, it's a catastrophe. Also, he has no uh, faith in Andre Derrida at all. Because when the lights are off, and this is something that even in the community that I live in, there's a worry that when the lights are off, then the criminals actually start coming in and they start to harvest cables mm. and uh, switches and what have you because they know that the lights are going to be off for two hours. Mm. Then they know that, okay, cool, let's target that box and that box and that box. And that's what Praveen has been saying. The minister, Minister Praveen has been talking about vandalism yeah. quite a bit whenever he gives us feedback on what's happening with ESCOM and any progress and solutions in sight. And we've maybe got no ESCOM protection. Should stop, uh, maybe ESCOM should stop supplying this 90%. And we've got no protection as citizens because when we do get these power cuts and there's a schedule, the criminals also have access to the schedule. Of course they do. And they know that, okay, for the next two hours, they've got grace period to go and actually cut the lines off. And they know that policing is non-existent and also, no, in the dark. Policing there. is only on Rivonia Road at night. 
when, yeah, motorists, when, back when, when motorists when motorists who drive when motorists who drive luxury yeah. cars are targeted yes. that's what only that's the only time and yeah. the, and and also and from the delicious and yeah. you know when when you're basically talking about 2 hours imagine mm. like in a day if you are on stage 4 stage 5 yeah and the power also goes off because remember when i was in 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 down the other day uh they they were scheduled uh to have their lights switched off at 2 a.m. yeah so it's a party it you already know that you can go back and forth, grab whatever it is, and by the time it's finished, you, the whole system is gone. Mm. We need a, another solution outside of ESCOM. That's what we need. Yeah. Outside of ESCOM, because it's not helping, and there seems to be no solution. This was inside. a scary interview. It was a very scary interview. And he, does, he doesn't trust the CEO, and he doesn't trust the board, so... I don't know. I don't know, guys. Okay, so accidents happen in any business. What's great is that a business owner could get public liability cover from our insurance for circumstances where someone suffers as a result of interacting with your business and where you could be held uh, legally liable. So get a quote. SMS insure to three three one seven one five. That's insure to three one seven one five. Our insurance is a licensed insurer, and FSP T's and C's apply.